today's episode. So today I want to talk about handling ourselves with care. So this is going to include self-care. It's going to include some of the things that cause us to be hard on ourselves, kind of the why behind it. And then of course, what we can do to stop doing it so that we can get out of our own way and live that life that we desire and deserve. So let's start with the things that cause us to be hard on ourselves. So of course, sabotage is the category that I'm looking at things from. But if we dig a little deeper, it doesn't always feel or look like traditional sabotage. Sometimes it's things like we've gained a lot of weight, so we aren't comfortable with our new bodies. We're not comfortable in our skin. Not that we hate ourselves. We're just not comfortable and Therefore, we start to be harder on ourselves about trying to get back to our size, trying to lose that weight, or just get in better shape. And so you start hearing people say things to themselves like, "Mm, I'm not going to buy any new clothes until I get back to my size, or I know I didn't have any business eating those cookies last night or having that cake over the weekend, and now here comes some form of punishment. And when we punish ourselves, it's not that we just kind of stick to some type of calorie restriction. It's more so about what we're saying to ourselves and the wording and the language and even the tone in which we talk to ourselves that makes or breaks the situation. And so if you think about the last time you did something that you had said you didn't want to do anymore or just, you know, didn't reach a goal or just did anything, think about how you talk to yourself. Were you gentle with yourself? Did you say things like, oh man, it's okay, we'll get back on it? Or did you find yourself saying things like, look at you, you can't even get these things done. You can't even follow simple direction. If that's you, then definitely stick around because this one is for you. This one is for me. And this plays out in all areas of our lives, right? So if we talk to ourselves that way, imagine how we talk to our children, how we talk to our friends how we talk to our family, it all shows up and it all plays out. And so let's dig into that some more. Let's talk about that today. So when we're hard on ourselves, like I mentioned already a few seconds ago, that in turn makes us be hard on the people around us. And that makes us be hard on everything that we we view in life starts to be viewed from the lens of we should have, we must have, we need to. And so the first thing that kind of comes to mind outside of the calorie restrictions and and kind of being hard on ourselves about our diet and our look, it also shows up in the way that if we're parents, how we parent our children and how we expect and set these expectations for our kids. And so think about your own self and you when you were younger and think about some of the messages that you remember hearing from your parents, from the people around you? Do you remember them being gentle with you? Do you remember them saying like, oh, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. You're going to get through this. Everything's okay. Or do you remember hearing messages that were more along the lines of, well, you should have known better. You should have done better. You should have been better. If you would have done X, Y, or Z, then this thing wouldn't be happening to you. Think about that and how we view ourselves and how we view the world from this lens of you should have done something different. Because we have this idea of this should, it definitely ends up leaving a mark on our in our brains and in the way we talk to ourselves. 
And so we start looking at everything kind of through that lens. And so I remember as a kid hearing certain people make those kind of statements. And I know for a fact that they made those statements and said those things and had those actions because they thought that that was the best way to correct a child or the best way to make sure that someone stays safe. Because for a lot of us, these things are about being safe and being within your limits and staying within the box you need to stay in. And so when we talk to our own kids, think about how that shows up in those relationships. We probably find ourselves saying more shoulds than we need to. We probably find ourselves saying more have tos and even using language that is just more fearful and more aggressive than is probably needed. And again, I know and you know that it typically comes from a space of just trying to be the best version of ourselves or trying to make sure that our kids and our friends are the best version of ourselves. But it does leave that mark. It does leave this tone that nothing is ever going to be good enough and that you, the only way to achieve goals is to do it through some type of force and some type of aggressive nature. And so you hear people often say things like, treat people how you want to be treated. Well, that's almost impossible if we're treating each other from this lens of you should have, you must have in a punitive way, right? Like, how can I treat someone better than I'm treating myself if I'm saying things to myself that are degrading or that are harsh or just aren't gentle. And so in turn, that ends up causing more pain in our lives. It ends up causing us to have this bigger view and look at even more things through kind of a lens of a deficit. And so we end up waking up in the mornings and we're like, oh man, I have so much to do today. It's gonna be rough. Like we, we start our mornings beating ourselves up. Then, that, then everybody we interact with throughout the day gets that same response. So we find ourselves being extremely hard on our friends. We're extremely hard on our partners. We're just hard with people all the way around because we don't, have a, we don't know how to be gentle with ourselves. Therefore, we can't extend that to other people. So when people say things like, treat others how you want to treat, you know, you want to be treated, I instantly ask, well, how do you treat yourself first before you extend that to me? What are the things that you say to yourself? Are you gentle with yourself? Or do you find yourself kind of using that kind of hard whip on your own self? And we see it in every facet of life. I remember when my kids were younger and they were going to start sports. And I remember my husband very clearly having a conversation with me about what to expect because he knew that most coaches use yelling as a way to kind of motivate kids to do better or motivate people to be better. And that just is the opposite for me. I am not a person that responds well to yelling. In fact, if you start yelling around me, I am more likely than not to stare at you like something is wrong with you and to almost more than likely, I'm going to ask you, is everything okay? Like, do you need to take a nap? Do you need to eat? Like, what's, why are you so amped up and so angry? This doesn't call for that. And so he went ahead and had that conversation with me because he knew that, again, most coaches use that type of of language and behavior to motivate kids to do better in whatever sport it is that they're playing. I think my husband also knew that I was, you know, wasn't going to go for that with our kids. Not that I'm against yelling and not that I'm going to sit here and act like I've never yelled at anyone because that's not true either. But on a regular basis, I'm just not a fan of using 
harsh language or harsh tones as a motivator as a motivator that's also why I like shows like Beyond Scared Straight and and things like that where we send people to jail before they've actually committed a crime to try to scare them away like those those shows I'm not a fan of those cuz in my they don't work to me but that's a whole other situation and so again though if we're thinking about everything around us tells us that we need to be more harsh how can we expect to have this self-love that we say we want? How can we expect to have this self-care or practice self-care in the way that everyone is pushing right now? Because if you can't be gentle with yourself, you can't be gentle with anyone. And self-care is about being gentle. It's about being able to hug yourself, to pick yourself up when you're down, to pat yourself on the back when you need to, to cheerlead for yourself. How many people do you know that right now, and if you called and asked them to tell you three or four good things about them or what three or four good accomplishments, they would struggle. But if you asked them to tell you a list of things that they need to work on or fix, they could rattle that list off without a doubt. In fact, in most fields and categories, that's almost preferred, right? If you start talking about the good things in your life, you get accused of bragging, you get accused of being boastful, you get told, especially from a religious standpoint, that you need to humble yourself and humble yourself real quick. And so we almost reward people for talking to themselves or talking about themselves in a negative way. So again, there's another reason and another way that we kind of show up and, and are not able to be gentle with ourselves. So thinking about, as I just mentioned, like this religious aspect, I remember visiting a church as a kid and the pastor of that church was preaching and the entire message, all I could get from it was, if you don't do everything perfectly, you will not go to heaven. And I remember leaving there and being so confused and so anxious and worried because the way this pastor was preaching, if you walked on the sidewalk the wrong way, you were not going to make it to heaven. And so I noticed that a lot of people who were, you know, attended that church on a regular basis or attended churches that had similar pastors also had very similar responses to themselves. They would say things like, oh, I'll get my reward when I get to heaven or things will be better for me when I get to heaven. But right now and I've got to suffer through this. And my all time favorite, which I do have, I do believe that this is true, but my all time favorite is, you know, God will never put more on you than you can bear. And when I think about some of those messages now, I instantly feel heavy. As much as I understand and know that God has full trust and faith and I have faith in, in all these things, it is heavy to think about, I am supposed to live my life through a punitive lens and not have gentle, not have care until I die or until I'm sick. And even thinking about that, we do a lot of work when someone is sick, right? If you have a friend that is sick or a family member that is sick, we take flowers over, we all take turns taking meals over, we do a lot of work for someone who is down. But as soon as they are well, we expect them to be right back up, right back at it and going full force. And if they complain, we are quick to point out and chastise how they shouldn't be complaining. And so again, there goes another way that we reinforce this idea that it is not okay to be gentle. It is not okay to be loving or caring. 
And then we expect people to get into relationships and treat each other differently. Can you imagine two people getting together who have this idea that you're not supposed to be gentle, you're not supposed to be uh, quote-unquote soft? That can be an interesting relationship if you've ever seen it. And thinking about that and thinking about how we play a role in the society views of others, I talked about it some last week when I talked about being strong and how that can you know, end up causing you to sabotage because of how people look at you. The same is still true and the same shows up for right now. If you are too strong, then that is the language that you're using to yourself, that you always have to be strong. You always have to be on point. There's no place to have a break or there's no place to take your time with things because it's almost as if taking your time or taking breaks is so bad that you'll never get anything in life if you take breaks. But is that really true? From my experience, I've gotten more things accomplished when I did take a break and when I did take my time and when I did use language that was gentle to myself. Gentle doesn't mean that there's no accountability. Gentle just means that I'm not going to say things like, girl, you knew you didn't have no business eating that cake. You know you already look like you've swallowed two you know, whole chickens or something to that effect. So that is what I'm talking about when I say be gentle. It's not about just go ahead and free for all and eat whatever, do whatever, never you know, pay attention to your bank account. It's not that at all. It really is just about being able to use language that is more supportive, that is more loving, that is, again, gentle. But how do we do that? How do we start switching our brains to say, okay, we know for all these years we've looked at things through this way, but now we now we need to switch it up. Now we need to do something different. So what's the how? So the first thing to the how is, is determining why it's important to you to give yourself a little bit of gentleness and some grace. And so overwhelmingly, the reason that it's important to do so, if you are not sure about your own why, the, the number one reason that it's important to is because you have one life. And being hard on yourself and always being looking at things through a lens of things need to be perfect and you need to be perfect will always increase your anxiety. It will increase your risk of, of having depression because when you don't reach these goals and when you don't get these things done, here comes this sense of defeat and here comes this sadness. And in turn, starts to have a physical response. So you see people who, who end up on high blood pressure medication because they're always so stressed out and always trying to meet the mark. You see people who have trouble sleeping. You see people who do have trouble losing weight. You see people who have trouble gaining weight. You just start to see this whole physical sense. People, your hair can fall out when you have this type of stress and this type of go, go, go attitude with harsh go, go, goes. And so that's a why. Your overall health and well-being depend on how you talk to yourself. So the next thing you can do is definitely start identifying several statements that you can say to yourself throughout the day that reinforce it's okay to be gentle. It's okay to give yourself a hug. It's okay to celebrate little wins. And the next thing that is really important to do is when you wake up in the morning, if you wake up and your first thing is to pray, then as you're doing your prayers, you are also infusing some abilities to be gentle, abilities to say, it's okay. We can still get everything done. 
even if we miss this step right here, we still can get this thing done. And throughout the day, having several statements that you say to yourself that reinforce that. And then before bed, doing a, a quick inventory of how, how well did we do today with, with being gentle with ourselves? How well do we do today with getting things done without the added pressure? And also think about looking at yourself as if you were a child. Would you want to talk to your child the way you talk to yourself? And really sit with that question. And if the answer is yes, because you still think that the harshness is needed, look at how it impacts your life today. Look at how much harder it makes things for you to get done or, or harder it makes you to interact with people. And ask yourself, are you still sure that that's the way that you want to do things with your own kids? And when the answer hits no, then you give yourself that same grace because you have to be okay with you. And you have to be able to look at yourself and, and be able to be gentle and loving with yourself so you can teach that to other people. And the same thing for your other relationships. Being able to be gentle with yourself will allow you to extend that to other people and you will notice how quickly the conflicts will decrease when you're able to look at someone and say, what's going on with you today? With a, with a sense of caring as opposed to why are you causing more pain in my life today? And if you are a religious person, the same thing goes for that. God extends grace to us so we can extend grace to ourselves and others. Many of us say it at church every Sunday during during the service and during the benediction that we will extend grace and peace and love to others. We also have to do that to ourselves. So let me know what you think. Check, try this out. Give it a couple of days and report back to me. You can leave a comment on any of my social medias. You can send me a DM or an email. But definitely let me know how it goes for you when you start being gentle with yourself. Because I can tell you I've been doing it every day consistently again for the last six weeks. And so many things have opened up and been better in my life. The way I interact with people, the way I sleep, the way I move through the world, through the day has definitely increased because I'm able to be gentle with myself and handle myself with care. So I'll leave you with that today. Handle yourself with care going forward. Have a good one.